You're listening to World Radio Gardening. Yvette Farris here talking about coppicing and pollarding. Because for thousands of years, trees have been coppiced or pollarded for timber and charcoal. Today, gardeners use these techniques to promote young stems, restrict size and rejuvenate plants that respond to hard pruning. Coppicing is a pruning technique where a tree or shrub is cut to near ground level in early spring before bud break to encourage vigorous young shoots, usually done from the second year after planting. Pollarding is similar, but stems are pruned to a higher point on a trunk or leg. Both techniques allow us to grow trees and shrubs that would be too large if left unpruned. Only a limited number of trees and shrubs, however, will tolerate regular coppicing or pollarding. Good disease resistance is crucial to allow continual recovery from the wounds of hard pruning. Plants also need to be species for which removing stems stimulates dormant buds lower down to break. This excludes all but a few conifers, the most notable exception being the yew. Coppicing creates multi-stemmed shrubs of new growth and in the case of some selections of dogwood and willow brings exceptional winter stem colour. As with pollarding, coppicing works best with fairly young plants pruned regularly, but it can also be used to rejuvenate overgrown yew, beech and hornbeam. Hazel, coppiced every few years, produces straight stems, useful as supports in the garden, while coppicing birch produces twiggy pea sticks. Cutting back hard also makes it easier to protect plants, such as bay, in areas with harsh winters. Pollarding produces similar effects to coppicing, but by encouraging juvenile shoots of great vigour, it can produce larger, more ornamental leaves in species such as catalpa, circis and paulonia. In some species of eucalyptus, pollarding results in attractive, rounded, blue-green juvenile foliage, markedly different to the species' mature foliage. Most species suitable for coppicing or pollarding flower on old wood, so regular cutting back is at the expense of flowers, catkins or fruit. Species that pollard well include Asa nagundo, the North American maple, Circus canadensis, the Judas tree, Liriodendrum, the tulip tree, and Morris alba, the white mulberry. Initially, the tree is grown to the desired height, usually around 3 to 6 feet or 90 to 200 centimetres with a framework of 3 to 5 branches. Pollarding is normally carried out in late January to March for most species but aces and mulberries are pollarded earlier in midwinter when still fully dormant to avoid the risk of bleeding. To pollard, use a pruning saw to cut branches hard back to two buds usually within 5 to 8 centimetres two to three inches of the main stem. Ensure all cuts are neat so they will heal quickly and shed water. After pruning, apply a generous feed of fertiliser and then mulch to ensure strong summer growth. There should then be a regular cycle of pruning every one to three years with the new growth pruned just above the previous pollarding cuts. This avoids exposing older wood prone to decay. As the tree matures, new growth may become overcrowded and need thinning to leave the remaining shoots evenly spaced. Also, remove any shoots that appear on the main trunk or as suckers from the base of the tree. 
Once a tree is pollarded, it is important to continue the cycle of pruning as the weight and angle of new branches can lead to weakness, particularly where many stems are crowded together. To open up the centre of the plant, take out one or two older stems to the base each year. Shrubs suitable for coppicing, such as corner sanguine, can be cut back to 5 to 10 centimetres or 2 to 4 inches if planted in early spring. But if you leave them unpruned in their first season, they will establish a good root system. The best colour is on new growth, so shorten stems to strong buds within 5 to 8 centimetres or 2 to 3 inches of the ground the following spring before buds open. Use sharp secateurs and loppers for thicker stems. In subsequent years, shorten back to the previous year's stubs. Over time, the bases of plants thicken to form stools and in time it may be necessary to cut out congested parts and any crossing or twisted stems to maintain an open structure. Some corners cultivars can be weak growers on poor soils. In this case, coppice every second year or cut out just one third of stems each spring. Depending on the species, new shoots may make 60 to 240 centimetres, that's 2 to 8 feet a year. To create height at the back of a border or for a tiered effect, cut stems back to a predetermined height, say 2 to 4 feet or 60 to 120 centimetres from the ground. Feed well after pruning and apply a mulch to conserve the moisture. Shrubs good for coppicing include Cornus alba kesselringi, which has black purple stems, Corylus maxima purpurea, that has rounded purple leaves, Rus typhina, that has red stems, and Salix irrorata, which is, has lavender stems. So there you go, there's everything you ever wanted to know about coppicing and pollarding. <laughs>